This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. April Wednesday, April 13th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Coming to you today from Austin, Texas, and the corporate campus of Atmosphere TV. You know, in large part, Atmosphere TV makes this podcast possible through its generous support and participation in its weekly production. And while I very much appreciate my relationship with Mike Kelly and the entire Atmosphere TV team, I don't think I've done an adequate job of thanking them publicly for their support. So here I am to remedy that right now while on site at their headquarters in Austin. This is a great company, led by two brothers, Leo and John Resig, and a growing team of talented professionals that I came to Austin this week to meet. You hear me talking about these guys each week. They provide riveting, captivating, mood-enhancing TV, which is all audio optional across 60-plus channels, bringing positive vibes to more than 20,000 businesses and their customers all over the world. This family-friendly programming is all fully licensed and served up in high definition, and guess what? It costs you absolutely nothing to showcase this programming to your guests, members, clients, or patients. How can they do that? Well, theirs is an advertising-supported model, so there's absolutely no cost to you whatsoever. In fact, they even offer digital signage, enabling you to upload your own ads and bounce back messages to your guests and clientele as well. It's simple to find out more. Just give them a look online at atmosphere.tv. Then text the word franchising to 474747 and they'll even give you the Apple HD receiver at no cost as well. It's a real pleasure being here in Austin and getting better acquainted with our good friends at Atmosphere TV. A quick break here and I'm back with this week's guests, Eric Premont and Paul Segreto, to talk about their business, the Accelerate Success Group. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive set so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. 
Paul Segreto is the founder of Accelerate Success Group, a business incubator and accelerator that utilizes entrepreneurial strategies to expand ideas that incubate new businesses and accelerate success for individuals, brands, and organizations by coaching current and aspiring entrepreneurs on how to accelerate their path to success. Helping entrepreneurs explore acquisition, guiding independent restaurant operators and business owners, and assisting experienced multi-unit operators with plans to expand and even advising investment groups on their search for the latest trends. It's all in a day's work for Eric and Paul. Paul Segreto and Eric Premont, a daily double. Gentlemen, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you, Stan. Very nice. Very happy to be here. Thank you, Stan. It feels like uh, old home week back on Franchise Today. How about that? Well, for those of you who have been listening for any length of time, you know that Paul and I spent years together co-hosting Franchise Today, but that only happened following years earlier when Paul founded and hosted Franchise Today solo. So this is a homecoming, and it's a welcome back to catch up with you, Paul, see what's going on new in your world, and with you, a good friend of both of ours, Eric Premont, as you both now have partnered up in something called Accelerate Success Group. And we're going to learn about all that, but we're going to obligate each of you to do something that this audience is trained to listen for at the beginning of every episode of Franchise Today. And that's a rollback on the clock to let us know exactly how you got into franchising in the first place, how franchising found you. It's a pleasure to do so, considering that this is my 40th year in franchising. I started, unlike a lot of people, where I actually worked for my father-in-law that bought a franchise. And then soon afterwards, I went to work for Amco Transmission for a franchisee. And then when I came back, my father-in-law had already sold his business. And I was fortunate enough to get on the corporate side with a small regional brand called Atmos Transmission. And then, of course, kind of slid forward at that point and uh, worked for Moran Industries, then became a multi-unit franchisee and area developer. And then in 2001, started coaching and consulting all the way to where we are here today. So unlike a lot of people in franchise develop with a franchise development focus, I came in from the operations side, customer service, sales, and what have you, and then learned the franchise sales and development side. And then of course, came all the way through, purchased Franchise Foundry, which had been around for the last 10 or 11 years. And then, of course, the passion of mine was Accelerate Success, which started out as a mindset, quickly moved into a brand. And then Eric and I put our heads together and we formed Accelerate Success Group. And we have a a fantastic partnership. So the Accelerate Success Group piece of the puzzle is about where the intersection between the two of us kind of took separate directions, right? I was staying focused more with FRM on working with franchisors and your business model had you kind of veering off more toward the Z side, if I remember correctly. So we're going to talk about all that today, but is that spot on or am I close? Yeah, it's it's close. That is what led us to separate. But then, of course, Accelerate Success Group took it into an even different direction alongside the franchisee side, which was working with entrepreneurs, even some outside of franchising. And really, Stan, it's you, and we hadn't even discussed this, that really coined the perfect franchise 
phrase for what I do when you always used to say a hybrid of coaching and consulting, uh, which of course we know consulting is one thing and coaching is another thing. But to me, you're the one that coined the phrase hybrid of coaching and consulting. And that is the core foundational component and backbone of Accelerate Success Group. Well, I've been credited with a lot worse than that. So thank you. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) How about a hello from Eric Premont? Eric. Hello. Buenos dias. Bonjour. Good morning, Stan. How are you, my friend? And that's only three of the six languages you could have sent hello in, right? That's probably it, right? <laughs> that's only three. But, so uh, Eric, take us back in time. The only thing I know for sure about your career is, is that you've got a lot of languages involved. I know that, that you spent a little bit of time in the chicken wing business and we share that together, but tell us the rest of the story. Where did it begin? So it, uh, again, franchising found me, as you were asking before, did you find franchise or how did franchising found you? I was in a retail environment and after completing a transaction with a new customer, that customer ended up being my new boss with Boston Pizza Restaurants. His name is Bob Anderson, and he was looking for a partner, a uh, franchise development director person to help develop the Boston's pizza brand in Mexico. And he heard me conduct an entire transaction in Spanish. And he said, well, I didn't realize you spoke Spanish like a native uh, Latino. So I'm looking for someone who speaks Spanish to help develop the Boston pizza brand in Mexico. Would you be interested? And sure enough, as a French Canadian, having grown up knowing uh, the success story that Boston Pizza had in Canada. It was definitely a match made in heaven. Certainly enjoyed uh, learning about everything at the same time. So the first UFOC that I ever saw in my life was the UFOC for Mexico of Boston's Pizza. And I think that throughout the years, I've been very, very lucky and fortunate to be able to use my language skills in order to uh, help in international franchise development, uh, work with salad creations and wine styles and help them develop their brands in Brazil and and a lot of additional uh, foreign countries and the chicken wing business was also something that got us tied together. I remember we talked about that earlier, ended up working with Hooters as well and being responsible for developing all of the Americas. And over the years, Paul and I always ran into each other at every trade show, every franchise trade show that's possible. And uh, always uh, was a pleasure connecting with each other. And ultimately we realized, hey, you've got something that's awesome. You've got something that's unique. And uh, I think it would be a perfect match for us to, to join forces together and we uh, become partners and it's been a wonderful ride ever since. But I've got something with you, Eric, that Paul doesn't have, right? You're the only person that I know that has my face featured on their LinkedIn profile across the top of the, <laughs> of the profile. I looked at that picture the other day, or I looked at your profile getting ready for today, and I said, look at me. <laughs> and I remember that, that we were sitting in in a booth at the IFE, I think it was the 1851 booth, and I was doing some podcasting in their booth and did an interview with you that day, if I remember right. That is correct. Receiving a plaque for the 11th Bed Franchise website, and uh, it was an extraordinary moment at the same time. That weekend was one of the greatest weekends that I can remember because I was able to join family and business together. My family had driven from Quebec City to New York City to spend the Father's Day weekend with us, and it was quite a unique moment. So that picture really uh, reminds me of uh, extraordinary memories and uh, at the same time, great relationship I have with you, Stan. You've always been a very, very high source of influence for me. Well, I thank you for that. You could have done better, but I thank you anyway. I'll take it. Eric, <laughs> six languages. How did that find their way into your life? 
what caused you to study six languages that you can speak fluently? That's extremely interesting as a story. I was born and raised in French Canadian in Quebec City, Canada, and uh, English was really basically a second native language that was kind of natural evolution as a dad being an ESL teacher, English is a second language, and uh, taking Latin in school and all that, Spanish became very easy as well. And I learned Portuguese, German, Russian, Italian in college and had a passion for, for Russian just for the fact that as a French Canadian hockey player, of course, I was always interested in knowing who those Russian players were who had the audacity to be Team Canada in hockey. I thought it was against the law. <laughs> so, so I really forced it upon myself to spend up to 18 hours a week at the language lab in Laval University in Quebec City, where, where I went to school because I really, really wanted to speak Russian and understand how the Russians uh, were as a culture. I was fascinated with them. And ultimately, by adopting a little girl from Russia in 2007, I think we went full circle and the fluency became a little more obvious as there were so many emotions attached with the entire journey of her adoption. But uh, the other languages really came very, very naturally. All the Latin languages are all so well intertwined that it makes just good common sense to to link one thing to another. And if, if the word is not the same as in Spanish. Uh, for Portuguese, for example, it would be similar to a tire, like a pneu uh, in Portuguese, which is like pneu in French instead of yanta. It becomes very, very natural, and uh, it's been a great process and certainly has opened a lot of doors worldwide in the world of business and in personal development as well. I would guess. I would certainly guess that would be the case. So let's come back to Accelerate Success. And Paul, the hybrid of coaching and consulting is something we can delve further into, but walk us into who who it is that you're serving and what it is that you do. I mean, I look at your website and I see the coaching and consulting. I also see brokerage and I see restaurant and franchise. And I weekly now have been getting, I think, content from you that's some of the best stuff I read. I really enjoy the things that you're writing. And I told Eric the same the other day. I saw something that he posted that just eloquent. So you're putting out an awful lot of content. And where is it that you're pointing this? Who is it that you're serving? So really, the uh, Accelerate Success Group is a, a big a business incubator and a Accelerator. And uh, I have to give the incubation kudos to our good friend Ron Feldman of Apple Pie Capital. Back in the day, when we were talking about what we were doing at Franchise Foundry, he said, really, that's the business incubator. So that was the key component there. Then as I worked with emerging brands almost exclusively for the last 15 or so years and bringing brands into franchising as well as brands that maybe had entered franchising, but then were not meeting stakeholder expectations. The process that we were building at that time was an acceleration process. So the two of them combined was the foundation of Accelerate Success. And we have a mantra to accelerate success, which is to act swiftly, act decisively, make it happen, make it count, and moving people through the process. We utilize entrepreneurial strategies to expand upon ideas, incubate new businesses, accelerate success, not only for brands and businesses, but also for individuals. And then it, from there, it kind of morphed down into, okay, who are we trying to attract? Obviously, entrepreneurs primarily in franchising, those great brand founders that started as restaurant operators or just business operators. But what I found that taking them into franchising, there was a missing component, which was coaching them along the way, not consulting them, not telling them, you know, what need to do and then doing it for them, but really getting them to become students of franchising, of business and of entrepreneurship. So 
that kind of creates that broad spectrum of small businesses, restaurants, and otherwise. The consulting side of it, as you know, has a lot to do with deliverables, and it divides into two parts. Obviously, the franchise candidate, which I'm very passionate about, and there are two candidates. You have the one candidate that is entirely looking to get involved in business to achieve their wishes, hopes, and dreams. And on the other side of it, you have what I call an ROI candidate, a return on investment candidate, multiple, multi-unit operators that are looking at more than just achieving wishes, hopes, and dreams. They're looking at the bottom line. And something, again, going back to our relationship, Stan, as you talked about, you know, sustainable, sensible franchising, which really is another core component of what we do. The brokerage side of it kind of came about by accident and I partnered up and uh, we're now a licensee of the Empire Business Broker Group, which was started by Nick Gugliusa back in 1981. And the reason I latched onto that was because of resales. I was finding working with some emerging brands that had six or seven corporate locations and were now going to dedicate themselves with focus on franchising. There was always the opportunity to sell off some of those locations and really focus on the franchise side, but still keeping a couple of those locations to keep their thumb on the pulse on the marketplace. So Nick and I kind of partnered up. I learned the brokerage side. I've got my certification now as a business broker, as a franchise broker, and as obviously, as we all do, a certified franchise executive. So it's kind of pulling it all together. Last but not least, as Eric and I partnered up, we were able to take all of that outside the borders of the United States, where currently we have clients in Brazil, Mexico. We have several clients up in Quebec, Canada, and we continue to grow outside of the U.S. as much as we're growing inside the U.S. And then, of course, it took us into different industry segments. Everybody comes to us with, we think we want to franchise our business. And as you know, over the years, I turn down a lot of people just because they're not ready for it. They don't have a profitable business model, but more importantly, they probably don't have the mindset. They're more of an employer-employee type of mindset. And as we know, franchising is all about the interdependency of the relationship. And currently, I mean, one of the brands that came to us, uh, BEQ Technology out of Quebec, Canada, uh, French-Canadian, came to us thinking about franchising their concept here in the U.S., which is charging stations for electric vehicles. And they're the largest in Eastern Canada doing so. And the program is just not right for franchising. It's probably going to be right for licensing. But boy, a whole different set of circumstances presented themselves that they had French website. Their primary language was French. So you talk about Eric's proficiency in languages. It's not just being fluent, it's being business fluent. And that has created a yin and yang where I say at times, I feel like I'm in the UN and he is translating in real time with nothing lost in the translation. And a fine point to that too is, which I had a hard time understanding and I'm still trying to better myself. And that is not only understanding the language, but the culture behind the language and how they do business is absolutely paramount to establishing that relationship and building and maintaining that relationship. Of course, something I'm passionate about through franchising, the relationship, but it's really just come together. So to answer your point, you know, who are we trying to attract? The individuals that are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs 
looking to take themselves or their business to the next level and do so in an incubation process that morphs over into an acceleration process. Eric, do you want to add anything to that? I think that it's very complete and very thorough. It is true that really understanding the culture is significantly, uh, I would say, almost as important, if not even more important than understanding the language, the nuances and how they do business, how they conduct business. That means really how to manage expectations. And that is the key to really nurturing relationships. And I believe we are in the relationship business and really understanding the culture is a terrific benefit. You're listening to Eric Premont and Paul Sig- They are the president, founders, and CEO of Accelerate Success Group, and we're going to be right back with more after this quick break. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with more than 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with more than 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you. Instead of watching the clock and their wait times, chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember, text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. And we're back with Paul Segreto and Eric Premont. Paul, who is the founder of this podcast, and now with our good buddy, Eric Premont, Paul and he are running something called Accelerate Success Group. And we've been talking a great deal about the different components of what it is they do and how they do it. Paul, we cut to the break a little too quickly to get the back end of the answer to content and all the content that you're producing and putting out there. Talk a little about where all that is coming from and what it drives. Well, as a lot of people in franchising know, I have a very strong passion for social media, including podcasting, which starting Franchise Today was 12 years ago, 13 years ago, before anybody was really podcasting. Same thing with blogs. I've always been passionate about content. And then for the longest time, I kept hearing the phrase, content is king, content is king. And although that's important, I was quoted 
at, I think it might've been the franchise marketing conference by franchise update when I was on a panel speaking and I said, content may be king, but it's what you do with the content that truly makes the kingdom. And I was flattered to have been quoted with that. And I've actually seen it pop up in Google alerts and, and different things, but I'm real passionate about informing people, communicating with people and educating people. And I felt content is the way to go. So I've, I've really dug down deep inside. I've gotten a new passion for writing, right? writing a book, Small Business Entrepreneurship, A Return to Main Street, which kind of ties that whole proliferation of people moving not only to the suburbs, but to the far suburbs. And during the pandemic, it kind of came to a point for me as we were more online with Zoom and people weren't going to the office and people were moving away. And we're starting to see Small Town USA build again. And it's very much like the old Hispanic town squares. It's the old, like the old main streets where everything was centralized and talking with various economic development departments in various cities across Texas and towns across Texas. They said, we really need something to bring the community together, attract people to the community. And then, of course, ideas just kept flowing. But I never wanted to lose the core foundational components of franchising, the interdependency of relationships. I've just doubled down on my written content and I relaunched some things that I had done in the past. And I'm very passionate about it. On our site is Accelerate Success Cafe, which is the, the media portion of Accelerate Success Group. And then, of course, I publish daily, a daily newsletter on LinkedIn as well. And I'm just thrilled at the response. And it's really been some heartwarming response, interaction and perspective shared by people on the various topics that we talk about, which are really all core foundational components of small business today. you got a lot going on, my friend. And in fact, you just triggered a thought when you talked about these small towns and town squares. And literally, I think right here at home across the country, I know here in Georgia, there's a proliferation of revitalization of old Georgia towns, old main streets, mm -hmm. Woodstock, Georgia, Roswell, Marietta Square, where we moved away from the big box stores and we've moved away from the lifestyle centers and we're back to revitalizing and coming back into the city. So urban and life is alive and kicking. We're going to talk to you about a new project that you guys are involved with, and I want to leave time for that. But I want to ask Eric first to take a stab at the piece of the business that has to do with incubation and an example of a Canadian concept that you were telling me about offline. Bring that forward for us. Would you please, Eric? Avec plaisir. With pleasure, Stan. Thank you. So a couple of years ago, I had a phone call from a gentleman named Serge Pelletier, Serge Pelletier, who said the following, look, I have a, a trilingual daycare in Quebec City, Canada, and I would love to franchise the system into the United States. Uh, Serge happened to have two sons who were coached by my brother, Sebastian, in Quebec City. And he just said, I realize you live in Texas and you know something about franchising. So what do you think about the franchisability of my trilingual daycare in the United States? I introduced him to Paul and we talked for a long time, started the due diligence about what would it take, started drafting, outsourcing and, and drafting some uh, legal documents, franchise disclosure documents, and went through the franchise disclosure document questionnaire. And ultimately through incubation, ended up finding a much better business model for growth. At the same time, they were able to open the unit that they already had in construction in California uh, through a joint venture partnership with one of their officers of the company in Canada. 
And most importantly, we were able to completely give the brand an entirely different identity. And it's now called Arisen Academy Network. And we are really excited about its growth. And it's not going to be just through franchising. That sounds extremely exciting, Eric. And also on the international front, I don't know which of you wants to pick up on this question, but I wanted to ask for more information about this concept that you're working on, which has huge implications in franchising as well as in real estate with this food park and beer garden. It's coming out of Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So we were introduced to a gentleman in Mexico that had developed a proprietary product. Essentially, it was like a concrete Lego block and they were building small homes all the way up to four-story apartment houses using this interlocking block system. I was intrigued by it, got to feel it, got to see some of the videos and the process and started looking at it and realized that under this type of construction model, it could actually come in at a lower construction cost. So they wanted to franchise or license the product here in the U.S., and of course, we looked at that and I really didn't think from a feasibility stake, it was franchisable. There wasn't much in the way of a system as we know in franchising. It was more about the products. We looked at licensing. We looked at building plants throughout the country and having regional plants and then maybe have a sales network, a dealer network, so to speak, beyond that. But as I started looking at it and the pandemic started and I started looking at takeout and delivery. And I started focusing on, can we take these models down to 800 square feet, a thousand square feet? That's just takeout delivery only. And of course, as we know in franchising, everybody from Taco Bell to Cracker Barrel now are doing these small little QSR footprints. So I started looking deep into that and saying, well, why can't we do this in a smaller space together? A small shopping center that could be built 4,000 square feet with four 1,000 square foot buildings, and they could all be built out of this Lego type block, and it was called Quality, Q-U-A-L-Y-T, and that's what the system was derived from. And then I just started, we just started morphing from that and said, well, how could we take this to a different level and incorporate franchising? And we were looking at those four buildings together, three buildings together, five buildings together. And then, of course, the work that I've been doing with economic development departments about the revitalization of the small town, being able to attract people in. I said, what happens if we did this in some type of park? And of course, we know there are food truck parks that are out there right now, but very few people in the economic development offices that I spoke with were fond of food truck parks because they're here today, gone tomorrow. They felt it was very transient. They felt they didn't have the type of sanitary and, and hygiene and health components to it that they could control. And they just felt it was just too temporary. And one even said to me, I kind of feel like it's a tent city on the end of town. And he said, I wish it was more permanent. And all of a sudden the wheels started turning in my head. And I said, well, why can't we take these buildings that we're now partnered on and start constructing them in an area that can be a central location for people in town to go to all takeout and delivery? And then I took it a step further. I said, well, if we want a community event, why don't we have it in a park where the takeout windows are open to a common area and we have a covered pavilion and we have picnic tables. And then we took it a step further and said, well, what happens if we have a beer garden component? And of course, 
one of the brands we represent is Big Hop Craft Beer Taproom. And they were having a hard time coming out of the pandemic because uh, they're entirely a alcohol-driven business and were closed because of the pandemic. So I had a passion to try to get them back up and running. So we added the beer garden component. We added the event side of it where there could be concerts, it could be award ceremonies, it could be rented out for weddings. And lo and behold, it blossomed into this two to three acre park component called Community Food Park and Beer Garden. And we've been attracting investors from Mexico and other countries that are very serious about expanding this. We have a big meeting coming up with a Mexican investor group at the end of April. And it's just been something that's been evolving. And it really is our way of helping small towns, as well as be able to bring in for each of these parks, stand six, seven, eight different type of franchise opportunities into them. But here's the icing on the cake. A person that we both know, Aziz Ashim, I remember when he was the chairman of the International Franchise Association some years back, said 70% of tomorrow's franchisees are already franchisees today. They're single and multi-unit operators, and they're going to be the backbone of franchising for the future. So as I've talked about this food park concept to multiple multi-unit franchise operators, I had several say to me, why would I want to open up one or two of these franchises? Why don't I just develop the park and then I'll develop seven or eight of these units under me that are in the park and then I can hire one general manager to oversee it. I could cross-train people for different times of the day to work. And all of a sudden, it just started blossoming that the economies of scale were brought into the equation and it's just blossomed into a beautiful business model. I think it's fascinating. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Last week, you mentioned Aziz. I saw Aziz last week, probably for the first time in two or three years. We were both in attendance at a program at Inspire Brands that was part of the IFA Open for Opportunity Tour that Matt Haller was out here with a group of people from IFA. And we were being hosted by Paul Brown for a portion of the day's events. I got exposed to something at that program at Inspire. I learned that Inspire just opened a building here in Atlanta in Midtown, which is called the Alliance Kitchen. Mm -hmm. And they've taken this one location and they've put Arby's, Buffalo Wild Wings, Jimmy John's, Rusty Taco, and Sonic all under this roof. And you can now call for delivery or have it delivered to your doorstep or you can come pick up and maybe even eat there. I haven't seen the building yet, but it's the next level of co-branded thinking, I think. And yep. And in the world that we live in today with labor being what labor is, if you can accommodate five brands with one team of people well-trained under one roof, you can't beat that. Absolutely. I've been looking to co-brand various opportunities. I'm very passionate about this 800 to 1,000 square foot space. We have a brand that we represent, Pepperonis, which is an iconic pizza brand in Texas that started 30 plus years ago. We've taken them into franchising just two years ago, but we were trying to partner something up with it. Uh, during a pandemic, we actually came up with a plan to partner it next door to Big Hops, another 1,000 square foot concept. We have some gelato and ice cream brands that could be on the other side of it. So all of a sudden, you have a 1,000 square feet, and then it's two, and it's three, and it's four. We've even toyed around with some things similar to what Inspire is doing with partnering up together in a food hall type of concept. We're doing a lot of work with ghost kitchens with a group out of Veracruz, Mexico. So all of this 
ties together. But to me, the passion is small town USA, making it simple businesses from mom and pop and their teenage son or daughters to operate in and be part of the community, sponsor the local football team, and just be there as the melting pot for the community. Eric, anything I haven't asked you that you wished I might have? I think Paul pretty much described it very well. For many, many, many years, with my years with Boston Pizza, I've always known that there was so much magic with the beer and pizza combination. It's a festive combination. And by having the first two brands to anchor this project, being pepperonis and big hops, beer on tap, I thought that we had that perfect recipe. Adding to this, that all of these brands will be complementing each other, having a different palate experience for all of the family members and friends that come to that destination. You want to eat tacos, you want to eat burgers. All of these go well with a beer for dad and a glass of wine for mom or cider. And we, we thought we had the perfect, perfect combination. The whole thing came together extremely nicely and making it a destination with some things to do, always having a, an opportunity to create an additional event where this is a different revenue stream. We thought it was just a super project. And apparently uh, it's been contagious because our friends are coming. Some of our investors are coming from Mexico, and we really look forward to expanding upon that with them. And they are very, very excited too. So it's contagious, and we're super excited about it. We look forward to seeing it come to fruition. Eric, before I give Paul the last word, how about some contact info for the audience? Absolutely. Our LinkedIn profiles are very visible. I'm Eric Premont. Uh, my phone number is 469 667 2088. And my email address is eric at acceleratesuccess.com. That's E-R-I-K at A-C-C-E-L-E-R digit eight S-U-C-C-S-S dot com. Appreciate that, Eric. Paul, how about last words? Anything that you want to share that I haven't asked you? Franchising, as we know, is based upon the interdependency of the relationship. And I like to think that that's what friendships and business relationships are built upon as an interdependency. Here I am, this is my third time back on Franchise Today, a relationship that we started a long time ago. When I was ready to give up on the podcast, you said to me, why don't we do it together? It was one of the best decisions I ever made. But I would say maybe the best decision I ever made was instead of just killing off Franchise Today, is having you carry it forward. And I tip my hat to you, and I put my arms around you with a big hug because you've allowed my legacy to live on. And I appreciate that. Guys, this has been great. This has been a very, very quick 30 or 40 minutes, but it's been a ton of fun. Always a ton of fun to talk with either of you, but having us here like this together was really a joy. Eric Premont, Paul Segreto, they are the president and the CEO of Accelerate Success Group, and you'll find them online at acceleratesuccess.com. Thanks guys for being here and looking forward to seeing you on the trail. Thank you, Stan. Thank you very much, Stan. Well, that's it for today. We're back again next week to do it all again, when I'll be joined by Matthew Gorgo, Director of the Franchise Business Unit at Thrive. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes. 